Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan, and 2024 has welcomed one of the most highly anticipated rookie classes in Monster Jam history. And my guest this week wasted no time in making a splash in the sport. We go to the Great Clips Hotline to Rialto, California, to welcome in El Toro Locos' Fernando Martinez. Fernando, welcome to Inside Monster Jam. Thanks for joining me. What's up, Scott? So nice to be here. After years of watching this, it's kind of cool to be on the other side of the camera. So thank you for having me. No, absolutely, man. You, you've been on my radar since Nampa back in, in October when you just absolutely came in uh, with a vengeance. We're going to talk about that. But first, I want to introduce uh, our fan base to you because you're just a couple weeks into your rookie season now. And uh, a, a lot of these fans are just starting to understand who you are and, and know the name Fernando Martinez. So let's go back to the beginning. I know you were a big fan of Monster Jam. When did that start for you? Yeah, I was like two years old, and I'm sure my dad took me to a local Monster Jam event at a Speedway or something, and I couldn't tell you who was there, what the defining moment was at the event, but all I know is I left that event screaming, yelling, crying, uh, I love Monster Trucks, I love Monster Jam, and I want to be a Monster Jam driver, and that stuck with me all the way through preschool, elementary, middle, high school, and uh, well, even up until now, and I'm, I'm living the dream, it's pretty sweet. That's a great story. I think Monster Jam, I've, I've said this before, it, it's a sport that offers so many opportunities for fans to live that dream. Obviously, you know, w- when you're a fan of a major sport like the NFL, you could be a quarterback as a kid. Uh, the chances of, of, of being a quarterback for a, a Super Bowl team are, are not very great. It's a very small percentage. But in Monster Jam, I feel like we've really, especially lately, have opened up a lot of platforms for fans. And it's great to see you uh, live in that dream. Let's talk about uh, your, your career prior to driving, because I, I do understand that you were helping out at some events wherever you could talk about that journey for you uh, where that started and who helped you along the way yeah so the first ever event I worked behind the scenes at uh it was down at a speedway down at Victorville uh, I believe it's San Bernardino uh, County Fair and um there was a team that was coming by it was actually Sam Sturgis and his team with Nasty Boyne Unnamed and Untamed and uh I had been on the online scene the virtual scene for a little bit and I met a guy named Preston Perez and uh, he was driving Nasty Boy at the time, and he reached out, and he was like, hey, man, I know, like, you, or I heard you want to get in the industry. I'm going to be around. Do you want to come through? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, well, you have to be 18. I was 17. Luckily, the event happened a week after my 18th birthday, so I was all good. I went out there. I didn't do much. I uh, shined tires and carried water bottles, but ever since then, it just uh, it proved to me that you can go past those gates, uh, so to speak, and become part of the team. And uh, Every time Monster Jam, Monster Trucks rolled through town, I made sure I was there. So from carrying water bottles to El Toro Loco, obviously not an overnight uh, sensation. You had to stop at Monster Jam University in between there. We'll get into that in just a second. But first, I want to talk about Rigs of Rods uh, with you because that is a game uh, that a lot of fans play. It's a big community online. I've been a part of that for a little bit. I'm not very good at it. I'll admit that. I'm probably uh, better at driving a Monster Jam truck than actually I'm driving a, a, a virtual one like that. But talk about that experience for you and how that has helped you get to where you are now. I tell you what, Scott, first of all, we got to uh, we got to match up online or on the track somewhere because you just you just uh, talked yourself up a big. Well, listen, I'm, I'm going to give you a big clue. I've never driven a Monster Jam truck either, but that's how <laughs> that's how good I am at Rigs of Rods, too. So there you go. Oh, understood. Yeah. Yeah, it was Um, I had watched the videos online of guys making that. And it's like a it's a free mod for Rigs of Rods. It's completely separate from from the Monster Truck mod itself. And I was like, man, I'd love to have that. I played the Monster Jam video games growing up, you know, the official released ones. And um, never had a computer to run that that software until my mom won a laptop at her work. And she was like, do you want it? And I was like, yes, because yeah. I knew the first thing I was going to download onto it 
And um, yeah, I, I joined the online virtual community. I started making content for it, uh, content that I wanted to see, all the trucks, the tracks, and uh, really kind of cut my teeth online. Some guys start doing the ride truck, you know, in real life, learning how to use the rear steer, spatial awareness. I kind of learned all that virtually. It, it really does kind of translate over a little bit. It's amazing. I think John Zimmer Jr., another driver who, who basically created Terminal Velocity on that platform and now drives Terminal Velocity as a 12,000-pound truck. So that's amazing. Let's talk about MJU mm -hmm. for you. When did the opportunity come for you and who gave you the opportunity to go to Monster Jam University? Well, you know, I had actually auditioned originally in 2017 and um, the process back then was way different than uh, what they did uh, this most recent time. And, um, you know, it was 2020, God, what is it, 24 right now? I think it was 2022. It was in November. I was like, you know what? I need to get back into the game. Time is passing by. I'm getting old. So oh, I got yeah. yeah, to try. Old, it's showing, huh? I, I got to <laughs> get back in there. So, um, you know, I, I, I hit up the people I needed to hit up. I went through the entire audition process, really not putting any pressure on myself, just wanting to go out and have a lot of fun and learn. And um, it took me all the way up to in-person driving and then finally getting to train with uh, Tom Mintz once again um, and we had Camden Murphy and Tristan England there as coaches and it was it was probably one of the best summers of my life training at Monster Jam University I, I could say that for sure. We're going to dive into a little bit more of that coming up next also next we're going to go back to Nampa where Fernando Martinez smacked the taste out of Tyler Menega's mouth that's next on Inside Monster Jam powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan. This week, I'm chatting with El Toro Locos, Fernando Martinez. Fernando, before we move on to Nampa, let's go back to MJU one more time. Uh, what was the best experience for you there? What did you take away the most from uh, that time in Paxton? Just have a lot of patience with the truck and have as much fun as you can. I mean, that thing is like, uh, it's like driving a bag of bowling balls. Uh, so you really got to kind of suggest it where to go. And I, I think just the best part is listening to, to Cam and Tristan and especially Tom, just kind of give you all their experience and knowledge and, and trying to convert that into actualization in the truck, uh, doing that day after day, uh, week after week, I think was the best part in refining the skills and getting the positive feedback after implementing what they're teaching you. Best feeling ever. When you left Paxton, did you have any inclination at all that you were getting a spot in the truck? You know, I, I tend to kind of work myself up, you know, over things, just kind of thinking a little too far into the future. And this time around, I said, look, all I have is today. All I have is this week. I'm just going to focus on what's in front of me. And whatever comes after, good or bad, I'm all right with it. And uh, that's, it, it worked out. Uh, let's talk about uh, Nampa. Who gave you the call? When did you get the call? And what was your reaction when you found out you were going to be making your Monster Jam debut? Uh, so I actually got the call uh, from Keith Speller. It was legit. I think I had landed from the last training day from MJU. And he was like, yeah, you're going to go to Nampa for your first event. And um, he kind of said it so nonchalantly. I was like, Wait, wait a second, you like in front of people, I'm going to drive like El Toro local, you mean? And yeah, that, that, that was the story. And um, it still kind of leaves me speechless to sitting in my truck hearing that I'm going to drive in a live event. Well, you must have made a, a heck of an impact there because for the, the fact that you just landed from coming back from PAX and get your first call, that means that definitely you, uh, you, mu you must have done some things right uh, on the Rigs of Rods game to put the monster jam truck well let's talk about your debut october 27th last year the ford idaho center in nampa idaho you go up against the likes of tyler menega who is a world finals champion now ashley sanford a co-rookie of the year and your first event out tyler wins it 
but then nobody else sniffed an overall event championship trophy after that. You took three out of four. You set the world on fire. Uh, I'm back here uh, at our Monster Jam studio saying, who, who the heck is Fernando Martinez, and how has he beaten Tyler Menega? So let's go back to the first event for you. So uh, uh, nerves, rust, and anything anything there that may have affected your performance, or was it just you know a kid in a candy store living this dream out first time out? I think it was just feeling everything out. The only thing I was I knew were the cornfields out in Paxton, Illinois. The rest of it, I had no idea. So that first event, I was just kind of taking it all in, feeling the dirt, feeling what it's like to drive with a body on the truck. Uh, I was the driest sponge in the world trying to soak up as much moisture as I could. I like that. Well, let's go to the second event then. You come back and uh, you got a taste inside El Toro Loco and then you win the overall event championship. What was that moment like for you to go out there, center the track, hold that trophy up uh, in front of the fans in Nampa? It was wild. I think that was the event where I, I won two wheel also. And um, I remember standing by the truck and Joe Dennis, another uh, rookie, uh, we had to come really close over the, the summer and he was like, hey, I think you won. And then once the officials were like, yeah, you won two wheel. We were like, we were like girls screaming at a sleepover. It was crazy. And then uh, I didn't expect to win overall that day at all. So when they said overall, I was like, huh? All I was doing was trying to like go back to the training of what we did at MJU, hit my marks. And that's all I focused on. And it turns out we got an overall. And man, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't have written anything better, honestly. We're, we're going to make this a, a quotable moment here for you. So fans out there, if you're ever wondering what it's like to win your first skills competition, according to Fernando Martinez, it's like two girls screaming at a sleepover. So we're going to we're going to make that quotable from yeah. now on. And uh, yeah. I may use that on our television broadcast, man. Uh, so, yeah, winning you know, winning one wasn't good enough for you. You decided to win uh, two more and walk away with three. Uh, when you left Nampa, was this um, were you feelings like, you know what, I'm unstoppable. I'm, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, the Titanic. I'm king of the world right now. Or was it just trying to soak in every single moment, like being that dry sponge that you were? It was it was living in the moment, just like I had done the entire process before. Uh, I didn't I didn't think I was better than anybody else. I didn't think I was worse. Honestly, I'm my own worst critic. So um, <laughs> I might have done a little too much, set the bar too high for myself uh, in Nampa. And, um, you know, I expect overalls every time I go out there. But, um, no, man, it's just about having fun, uh, going out there for the fans. I'm a competitor at heart. I definitely want to win every time I'm out there. And as long as I can have fun and the people love it, it's a bonus. Well, your rookie season is well underway. And coming up next, we're going to chat about Arena Championship Central with Fernando Martinez. Stick around. More Inside Monster Jam powered by Lucas Oil is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. This week, I'm joined on the Great Clips Hotline by El Toro Locos Fernando Martinez as we chat about his uh, incredible journey into Monster Jam and we get into his rookie season. And Fernando, again, you've been doing such a great job. I feel like we're just two girls chatting at a sleepover, man. It's like we've known each other for years. I'm not I'm not going to let that one go, by the way. Uh, let's talk about Arena Championship Series Central for you. As it stands right now, after the first few events, you are in fifth place, one point behind Brianna Mahan and 13 behind Brandon Talachka. So you are well within striking distance of getting on that podium. Uh, what, what does that mean to you? I know we're just a few events in, but the fact that you're right there in the conversation, there, there was a little bit of talk of maybe is this kid a flash in the pan, but you're, you're consistent so far and you're right there in that talk. You know what? I think that's totally fair, the flash in the pan point. Like I, I like to say you're only as good as your last race. 
Um, so I always try to go back and watch footage and see where I could have gone wrong. And honestly, these first two stops, uh, Nashville and I believe it was Kansas City, just like back in Nampa, I was trying to learn everything. The dirt is is kicking my butt. I'm trying to learn how to read that. Getting adapted to this new the new Monster Jam truck that I'm in, trying to feel it out, all its quirks and bobs and all that stuff. So no excuse at all. But um, you know, it's just that learning curve of be, being a rookie and knowing there's points on the line. I think as long as I chill out and I hit my marks just like I did back in Nampa, like I was taught at MJU, I think we'll start to make those points up pretty quick. Well, you're on a series with a a, a couple of drivers that used to be uh, in their rookie season, had incredible rookie seasons. We'll start with Weston Anderson, who was the first rookie in Monster Jam history to win a series championship. What has Weston been like for you as you start your rookie year in Monster Jam? Oh, man, he's been he's been amazing. I mean, first of all, it's, it's a pleasure to watch him on the track. But honestly, uh, I haven't had to go out of my way too much to ask him for advice. He's kind of approached me and said, hey, man, tell me about the dirt. Here's a couple of tricks I do to feel out the dirt for the day, or here's what I do on how to shift a little quicker, all this stuff. And um, he's been, he's been a huge help and I couldn't, I couldn't have asked for a better uh, competitor, even though he's kicking my butt right now. Uh, he's, he's kicking a lot of people's butts. It's all right. Don't take it too personally. I'll just talk about Jamie Sullivan, who just a year ago was a rookie of the year contender. She is off to a phenomenal start. She's in second place on your series. She just won her first overall event championship. What is uh, competing against Jamie like for you? Amazing. Uh, I honestly, uh, I was watching her all last season, her rookie season, and I was like, yeah, she's she's catching on quick. And to see it all kind of come come to fruition the second year, it's like, all right, Jamie, let's go. You know, it's, it's I'm a fan again watching. I love uh, competition. I love uh, you know any underdog, no pun intended, uh, go up to the big dog and, and give him a fight. You know whether that's me or that's somebody else. I love it. it makes for an entertaining uh, series. Now she's made an incredible jump. I think it started for her when she started competing in, in stadiums towards the tail end of last year, and then at the uh, Superstar Challenge. So is competing in a stadium on your radar? Is that something you like to do at some point? Dude, are you kidding me? I'm uh, I, this past weekend one of the freestyles I did. I got a taste for the loud pedal a little bit more, and I'm like. Oh, I wonder what kind of stuff I could do in a stadium. So going into a stadium, man, that would be uh, – I'm looking forward to it. Well, you don't necessarily need a stadium. You go to the Fargo Dome, the Tacoma Dome, it'll give you that same kind of feel and kind of get your feet wet with that loud pedal. Uh, the first edition of the Monster Jam Power Rankings were released uh, just a little while ago. Your name is 19th on that list. What does that mean to you to see your name among the sport's best and biggest stars? Feels great. Uh, still feels like a dream. Honestly, it kind of feels like someone's pranking me or someone made a, a quick Photoshop and threw it up online every time I see that. But uh, 19 is good, but I think we can do a lot better. So that's what I'm going for. Well, it's a long season. You still have time to uh, work out some kinks. Let's talk about the competitions here. You have a donut win in Nashville. <clears throat> Last season, you won a couple skills competitions. We talked about that. You want to freestyle. Racing has been the one, uh, I believe, that's eluded you so far. You come into yeah. this taping of the broadcast at 6-6. Six and six. Is there anything that you've noticed differently on the racetrack that you can adjust to try to get that win? I think it's all me. You know, once I get a feel for the dirt, that's that's pretty instant. But I think uh, as, as long as I don't second guess myself, I'll be all right. No, no one wants to be a bridesmaid. I want to I get the ring on my finger, so to speak, you know. There you go. You'll get it. You're, you're doing all the right things. And I, and I see you. And, and listen, it's one thing I can say that you, you've been a bridesmaid a few times, but you haven't been a bridesmaid as much as Corey Rummel was two years ago when he lost seven consecutive final round races. Corey, I love you if you're watching, buddy. So we talked about Weston being the only uh, rookie in Monster Jam history to win a series championship. Long season, you have to compete against him. But is that something that you feel you can accomplish throughout the rest of this year? 
you know, coming into this series, I, I worked myself up a little bit. You know, I didn't want to be the flash in the pan or the 15, 15 seconds of fame kind of guy. I wanted to come in and, you know, keep making a statement. And I think that's kind of what's been my downfall also lately is just getting to in my head. I'm going to go into it as whoever's right in front of me. That's who I'm going after. And as long as I hit my marks like I, like I did before, I think we can uh, – I think – I don't know about a series championship. That would, be, that would be the dream. But if we can finish on the podium – that would be, I'd be all right with that. Let's talk about your goals for your rookie season. What would be an ideal finish for you? Where would you be able to like to finish? What would you like to accomplish where you can look back and say, you know what, that, that's a great rookie season for me. I can build on this. This is everything I set out to accomplish. I want to set the bar high and just say first, you know, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to stress myself. I think second, second would be, would kind of fulfill my expectations uh, of myself. I think third would be, would be good for, Good. I would walk away with that satisfied if I got third, but it's tough. There's so many good competitors on this series. Brandon Telechka, uh, we got his sister, Michaela. We have Alex Barden, which I've known. I met him on the virtual scene, too. And you got Weston and Jamie and Frank, the veteran, who's been around longer than some of the dirt that's been in the arenas we're in. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good people on our on our tour this year. Next time I see Frank, I'm going to ask him who's older, him or the dirt. Um, what about Rookie of the Year for you? Is that something that you, I mean, I know it's early, but uh, we, we've started to see enough where candidates are beginning to emerge. I think you were one of them. Is Rookie of the Year something that you have your eye on, that you think you can achieve? And if you don't finish first, second, or third, but you win that award, is that something that would that would make you satisfied with your year? I think that would give me a little bit of a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, I'd feel super honored if I got Rookie of the Year. Let's talk about El Toro Loco. So uh, this is a, a truck that now is, is really synonymous, uh, not only in Monster Jam, but in the Latino community. So what does it mean to you to be able to now be one of the new faces of that truck and to uh, be a, 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 a face of, of, of a brand that all these Latino young fans come in and they say, hey, I want to be that guy. I want to drive that truck. What does that mean to you? It's amazing. Honestly, my, uh, my family, my mom's parents are from Michoacan, Mexico, and my dad comes straight from Tijuana, Mexico, and he's the one who introduced me to monster trucks. He went to uh, those truck meets, the car meets in Mexico with the big lifted trucks, you know, back in the 70s, 80s. And uh, when he came over here and saw monster trucks, I mean, I was already born at the time, and he took me. So um, to, to kind of pay it all back to, to the, the Latinos out there with El Toro Loco, uh, considering that's kind of where I got my start with my dad, you know, uh, it means a lot to represent. Do you have any aspirations uh, to drive any other trucks uh, as a family? Let's, let's forget the fact that you're driving El Toro Loco. Let's go back to that two-year-old kid who loves Monster Jam Superfan. Is there a truck that one day you would love to get behind the wheel of? Man, if I could, if I could flick those red headlights on a time or two, that wouldn't be too bad. Well, I think you're great where you're at, but it's always good to have aspirations. Um, I know as a fan, I love El Toro Loco. I love Gravedigger. If I could drive a truck, of course it would be Gravedigger because if you're going to drive a truck, it should be the most iconic. But I think right now where you're at as a rookie in El Toro Loco representing that community, it's a great fit. Armando Castro is one of your teammates. Uh, what are your thoughts on Armando and being a part of that El Toro Loco team with him? He's been on the team for, I think he's the longest running person on El Toro Loco team right now. So, uh, you know, if he's going to lead the team, I'm going to be right there next to him, uh, supporting him. And hopefully Manuel comes along with Jamie and uh, Joe uh, over on the stadium tours. Uh, El Toro Loco this year, we're going to be yeah. a, a team to be reckoned with. And that, that red headlight team should, uh, should watch out for sure. It's a fun team, the Crazy Bull. Coming up next, your fan questions right here on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil.
Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan. This week, I am joined by El Toro Locos Fernando Martinez, and it's time for your fan questions. You can stay involved in the conversation on Instagram each week by following me at Scott Jordan MJSX. Fernando, are you ready to answer some fan questions? Never been more ready in my life. Let's start with Monster Talk Official. So we're going back to Rigs of Rods here, but asking if, do you think Rigs of Rods has helped prepare you for the real deal when it comes to driving? So let's delve into that a little bit further. What elements of that game really prepared you to get behind the wheel of a Toro Loco? Well, you know what? Um, like I said earlier, some guys cut their teeth learning the anatomy of a truck, driving a ride truck, um, or you know, driving a comp- competition truck at a slower pace, learning rear steer, spatial awareness. All that stuff translates back into rigs of rods. The rear steer is independent from the front, so you learn when to use it, when not to use it. Uh, you can also play with the grips of the tracks uh, to see how the truck reacts to it, jumps, stoppies. It all, the concepts of it translate over to the real truck more than I expected. And uh, it, it, it did actually help a lot, especially learning stoppies. Uh, when I would do them on my, on my monitor, I would just see how fast the dirt scrolled up the monitor. And when I was inside the truck, that's the same way I looked at it. And lo and behold, it's pretty much the same. It's amazing. See, video games are good. <laughs> uh, Monster Jam King 29 is asking, how do you plan on dethroning Weston Anderson? What is a strategy for you? How do you chip away at his lead? How do you take the series title from him? What do you have to do? Dethroning is tough and it's definitely on my radar. I think uh, if I stick with my plan of uh, just knocking out whoever whoever's in front of me, Hitting my marks, pretty soon the person in front of me will be Weston, and by that time, I'm pretty sure I'll be on rails, and you better be shaking in his boots because those horns are coming for him, baby. I like that. One last question for you, Alex. Monster Jam underscore says, who is one driver that you look up to? How do I pick just one? Uh, the guys, two, I have to pick two guys. Tom Mentz, Dennis Anderson. They wrote the book on how to Monster Jam, how to Monster Truck. They taught me everything I know, how to be a persona, how to drive on the track. And um, yeah, those, those are my guys. Among many others, Cody Saucier, Damon Bradshaw, Tyler Menninga. I could keep going on and on. Man, I asked you for one. You give me five. So you're a little yeah. you're overachiever. Fernando, thanks so much for, <laughs> uh, for coming on today, man. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you in your rookie season. Thanks. And for you, if you want to see Fernando, head to MonsterJam.com. Get your tickets for Arena Championship Series Central. And as for me, I'm going to see you right here next time on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil.